Welcome to Sunspots, where we explore the many ways that the Holy Spirit is working in the people, places, ministries, and missions on the surface of the sun, that is, the Synod of the Sun. I'm Valerie Young, your Synod leader. My prayer is that you find inspiration, community, and connection in the sun. This is a special episode of Sunspots, following up on what has happened in the Presbytery of South Louisiana after Hurricane Ida made landfall there. Interim General Presbyter Richard Williams traveled to New Orleans over Labor Day weekend. While he was there, he interviewed a few of the faithful Presbyterians who are responding to their local communities in the aftermath of the hurricane. Not only did he find these saints responding, but found them counting their blessings as well. The voices you hear on this podcast are of Richard Williams, Monica Lagarde, an elder at Bayou Blue Presbyterian Church, Chris Smith, an elder at Berean Presbyterian Church, and Dan Baker, Young Adult Volunteer Site Coordinator of New Orleans. You can give to the ongoing work of recovery by going to the Presbytery of South Louisiana's website at pbysouthla.org. a really small church uh, like many Presbyterian churches but it is punching way above its weight it is figuring out how it can uh, not only exist to worship and serve its members but truly to be a community point and a beacon of hope uh, for a community that that very much needs it and I am thankful for churches uh, like Bayou Blue I am thankful for churches that know what hurricanes feel like and know how quickly response is needed. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, all of the folks that, uh, that make this church work. I'm here with Monica Lagarde, uh, and her family has just helped uh, manage a whole truckload of do- donations mm-hmm. and uh, I wanted to ask you Monica how how have you been how have uh, how has it been down here in Bayou Blue well uh, the roughest part is not having electricity but other than that we're doing good uh, have everything else that we need it was a rough ride but we all made it through it and we've all we all have our homes and our lives to be thankful for now, in about in my in my short time down here, I've had to understand to translate when you say that we're fine. Uh, there's a significant amount of of damage around here, uh, and there's going to be a lot of rebuilding. Um, how are you thinking about that? We're just going to all do what we have to do. We all strong. We all pull together and help each other mm-hmm. out. This is Richard. I'm back in my truck after dropping off the generators at the Bayou Blue Church. And just wanted to catch a thought on driving driving around down here on the bayou, where much of the eye wall passed almost directly over. And seeing the destruction 
uh, and the just tremendous power uh, that must have gone through here. Uh, it really is awe-inspiring and uh, fear-inspiring. And having just talked to Monica and Mac and other folks that are here uh, saying things are fine, it is also amazing to see the resilience and strength of people as they are thankful for what they have and are dedicated to rebuilding and uh, and carving out a fruitful and just life uh, in a place that is often inhospitable. Uh, it truly is uh, amazing to, to see both sides of that coin. This is, uh, this is Richard Williams, and we are at Berean Presbyterian Church, uh, and uh, it is Sunday, 1130. Um, yes, we are mission uh, some church services, uh, but we uh, have been, been doing some of the Lord's work. Uh, I'm here with Elder Chris Smith, and uh, he's going to uh, give us a little snapshot of what his life has been like for the past week, week and a half. I can tell you that it's been... Uh not a learning experience because we've all gone through this before, but I think this time people were a little bit more better prepared and knew what their game plan was. For me and my family, we always get around. Phase one is gas up the car and put water in your car. Get that done, you're, you're ahead of the game. You're not standing in line. I chose not to evacuate because I was uh, looking at the pattern going to Baton Rouge, and that's where my family went, and they did. So I want to say when the storm rolled through all day long, it was so slow. Uh, it didn't really pick up steam until six o'clock. And then that's when everything started. Power went off at six o'clock and for two and a half hours, it poured raining and you didn't hear a break in it. Uh, I periodically check. I live on the first floor in an apartment complex, a brick building. And I periodically checked on if the water and the drainage was good. And this is in the Metairie area. Uh, so I didn't have to worry about flooding. Uh, I was smart enough not to park my car near trees or power lines or fences, which some of my neighbors did not. So they paid the consequence next door when uh, uh, a lot of debris and fences all on their cars. Uh, I basically slept from 8.30 p.m. Uh, till 5 in the morning because there really wasn't anything I could do. Uh, you know, I opened and make sure, you know, no broken windows or anything like that. But the next morning when we take uh, stock of what, what went on, the biggest thing was, again, not having power, but still having basics, uh, bread, water, food, uh, peanut butter, you know, the things that you need. Uh, cell service was bad, but in spotty, but we we're able to contact people to make sure they were still A-OK. Uh, if we fast forward to where we are now, it's the past getting gas and taking care of your neighbors and uh, waiting six hours in line to, to get gas for everybody. But again, things you can check off easily. And I would tell anybody who has a generator, the biggest thing is please have ventilation. Uh, don't plug it into your main power line. You have to get uh, cables or anything, but ask for help. Don't be shy about it. If we can get to you, we'll get to you. If we can't, we'll see if we can get somebody else to you. Uh, Richard and I drove in from Baton Rouge. It was going to be a break from the weekend, but because of his hard work and coordination, we were able to have uh, assistance through Son of a Saint. I follow Nola Lawyer, N-O-L-A Lawyer on uh, Instagram, and he also puts out a lot of information that if you look on there, he'll tell you where to, he works with Son of a Saint. So I was very familiar with their work and the things that they do. And they had a very 
tight and right operation going on. The merchandise was there. It was easily where we could put it onto the vehicles and bring it to where it needs. And then the next step on our checklist is getting out to you folks. Uh, just ask. Tell us, uh, tell us about um, about how these donations, how Berean's going to use them. Who's who's going to how Berean connects with this community that we're in? Uh, our outreach program is run by Miss Linda Trueblood, Bonnie uh, Fastring, and uh, Jackie Cummings, uh, who uh, also is from another a church, but participates with this neighborhood. And the outreach program they have supplies everything, and the the, the, the supplies we've gotten: diapers, formula, uh, you know. Uh, ointment for uh, kids, all those things and more. Those are the things that people need that you can't find in a store. So once we get set up, they will, through their contacts, make sure we get it out to everyone. But again, talk to your local church people, talk to your lo- your neighbors. If there's something that we can do for you, we'll, we'll do our very best to help you. It's a big city. It's a big community. Uh, we know that the people in Laplace going that way have suffered more than uh, here with the loss of power. But again, be careful. Don't plug in a generator and, and not have ventilation. It, it, it's not going to help you one way or the other. Uh, I tell you, the, the funniest thing is my father's from the country. And growing up, I fought all those little things, which was how you boiled a, a, a little basin of water and poured it into a bathtub. And you took a two-inch bath when you put some cold water in it. And I'm telling you, I took a two-inch bath Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And it didn't bother me the least bit. And I called him and laughed at him because, you know, as a kid, you fight every little thing that they give you. But whereas all my other coworkers, they were taking cold showers and complaining about, I said, you know what? I had hot water in the tank for four or five days, so I was good. I don't know about y'all. I was happy. I don't, I don't deal with cold <laughs> at all in any way, shape, or form. And other than that, I will tell you folks, uh, I will read one little quick thing that I, I read every single day, and I should have it memorized, but for, for some wrong reason, when it's time to speak, I can't say it. But it's, it sums up to me exactly what you should be thankful for. Isaiah 41.10, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And every single day, those words ring true to me. Amen. Anything else, Chris, that you want to put in? Any? Uh, y'all know the saints going to win, so don't stress. <laughs> don't stress. You got enough on your plate. Don't stress over the football game, please. Thus ends the reading of the, <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> and we, uh, we are thankful for those donations. They were dropped off at Son of a Saint, which is a great organization here in New Orleans uh, that held them for us uh, for, for overnight. And, uh, but they came from uh, generous and kind-hearted Presbyterians in South Carolina, in Hilton Head. They started there. Uh, the Presbyterians and, and Rotarians uh, were on the ball, uh, got a couple of box trucks over here, and uh, we are indeed thankful. I'm also here with Dan Wally Baker, uh, who is the YAV site coordinator at the New Orleans YAV site, uh, and generally a man about town. He has been uh, all over the place uh, in the past past week. So we're going to let Dan tell us a little bit about what's been keeping him busy. Thank you, Richard. Uh, with Sarah Bliley, our uh, returning YAV 
and board member and YAV alumni Reggie Jones, my family evacuated to Houston last weekend, and we're grateful for hospitality of friends in Houston. Um, as the week went on, um, we got a little closer in Hattiesburg, and these past three days have been making day trips into the city to check on neighbors, to check on the YAV house and our house. And so uh, we finally came home yesterday. We had power for about three hours, and that was glorious. Um, and now uh, we are connecting with other Presbyterians to help um, move these supplies through Berean Presbyterian here in Central City, New Orleans. Um, some, I understand, are going down to Laplace. Um, and then me and my wife and my one-year-old Oliver uh, have been driving ice around the city distributing through the crew of red beans. So it's beautiful um, to see the neighborhood by neighborhood, the mutual aid, the number of churches um, and community centers with cooling stations, charging stations, sharing food and cold drinks and ice. Um, and it's uh, definitely going to be a long journey where we'll need to travel together, uh, being careful not to get into any sprints. But um, it's been uh, inspiring and encouraging to see the, the care of neighbors um, and, and to see uh, churches rallying together. So uh, unfortunately, we've had to delay f our four new YAVs coming to New Orleans by a couple weeks. Um, but as power restores and locals get back to their needs and having local resources available, um, at that point, we look forward to welcoming four volunteers to join our community partners across the city and um, get back to living, get back to living. So, thank you, Richard. Do you, um, do you have any, uh, any, any final words you want to say to listeners that are listening to this across the country? It's awesome to see... Uh, differences laid aside and just people being the hands and feet and doing what's needed for each other. Uh, it's been re refreshing. There's no time for, there's no time for politics, no time for arguments. Um, it's just time to say, check in with your neighbors, um, say, how are you and what, what do you need? And do you have, do you have something to give? Um, let's, let's get, get together and give it. So, that's uh, that's my impressions lately. Amen. 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 Chris, do you have any any last words you want to send out over the airwaves? No, Dan said it correctly. Again, put aside all those things, and can you do that going forward? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Bless your Falcons fan. <laughs> if, you, if you got that, if you're a Falcons fan, do you, 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 you? We have. We oh, have, but thank we, you for the donation for Arthur Blanchard. <laughs> he did send a million dollars. If I was him, I would have had a piece of. Uh, humor with it. I would put the score on there like we always tease them about. I did $1,027.10 and that would have been a gone a long way, but you know, you can't have everything. We, we gladly accepted the check. Just, just a little saint speak from down here in New Orleans. <laughs> Love you all.
In the Synod of the Sun, we believe when we work together across boundaries, we make visible the good news and find wholeness as the body of Christ. In our common calling, we impact lives together. So let's remember to connect with, equip, and empower one another in the name of Jesus Christ, today and every day.